I'm not a bitch. <laughs> and this is Jane Doe's. Are you ready? these days we're gonna crack our glasses doing that it's just gonna shatter <laughs> and then we're gonna have to stop everything because we'll both be bleeding <laughs> <laughs> to go to the er <laughs> but we'll record it all <laughs> hey guys so we're in the er right now <laughs> live from the er <laughs> <laughs> all right bitch shut the fuck up let's go what do you what are you serving up today <laughs> meg gonna give it to you meg, gonna get, meg really wanted to say that i did first of all meg gonna give it to you mm, meg's gonna, gonna give it, it to you. well you better give it then i'm gonna bring it i'll bring that heat <laughs> okay oh my god all right i'm done <laughs> i'm getting secondhand embarrassment Same, so <laughs> that's firsthand i am bringing you the case of dorothy scott have you ever heard of her okay so you told me you were doing this case so i kind of looked it up and i vaguely remember it but i don't remember where i heard it so that's pretty much how i am with it yeah. when i saw this one because i was looking for cases that were like doozies um and this was one of them that came up i i didn't mean to pick another one that's spoiler alert basically the same type of thing but it is it is interesting and i didn't think i'd heard of it but i know i've i swear I think you I, have because when i, think I looked I've seen it up, a movie I, on it i was like i know that i've like heard of this before there's I'm... a specific detail that when i came across i was like i have heard this but i yes. don't know where i don't know how i saw it no fucking yeah. clue all right i'm gonna give it to you <laughs> dorothy <laughs> was born on april 23rd 1948 to vera and jacob scott in 1976, Dorothy gave birth to her son, Sean. His real name was Shanti, but he went by Sean. She was 32 years old in 1980. So four years later, after she gave birth, she was 32. She was a single mother, and she lived in Stanton, California, which was about 20 miles outside of Anaheim, California. She lived with her son, obviously. Actually, not. No, she was a single She's lived with her. That's really it. That's all she really contributes to this case. They were just roomies. Thank you, Aunt. That was nice of you. Goodbye. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. See you later. We don't even know her name. It just says aunt. Just auntie aunt. And it's a little dirty, honestly, but hey, whatever. Girl. Her son was three. <laughs> Girl. Her son was three at the time that she, well, this. A secretary slash receptionist at two jobs. So she was working. She was twerking. She was doing the damn thing. Yeah. But anyways, uh, it's kind of unconfirmed of if it was secretary or receptionist. But either way, it sounds like it was admin work. And both were... Hey. Hey. You do marketing. Not I marketing. know. But it is... There's One was called Swingers Psych Shop. I really like that it's called Swingers. I just think that's Do you want funny. to be a swinger? I think it's funny. Because <laughs> I'm 12. And the other was called Custom John's Head Shop. I also think that's I kind think of that funny. One's funnier. But I think that one's funny too because it's a juniors and purchased that store. That that store already having a shop. Both, so she's working for her papa. Hell yeah, she was. Um, both shops are now closed. He either sold them or had joint ownership of them with a man named John H. Coquila. So you think that's how they came up with the Custom John's name? I don't think so because from what I looked at it, he came in late. He done came in. I give up. I'm leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> hey, Meg, can you leave? 
Yeah. Um, so I don't think it was named after him. I think it was just really coincidence. Well, <laughs> there's several billion people named John. That's so. true. Literally, yeah. you can walk down the street right now, and I think 10 people would be named John. Yeah. Um, in 1992, John was indicted on federal... However, the tax fraud didn't seem to be related to the stores. So okay. he was just I feel you. risky. You know I respect that shit. He was just Fuck risky taxes. business. That is true. Fuck the government. Actually, did you hear the one that Morbid did this week with um, Shakespeare, Arthur Shakespeare? He won the lottery. Yeah, he won oh, yeah, yeah. 30, I, I think it was 33, 31 million. And he got 14 or Four, something. No, it was, like, it was 13. Yeah. 13 because after taxes. taxes. Why are you taking taxes? More than half in tax. That's so why wild. Why are you taking taxes? Out Where are they going? Winning? Where is that going? Like if, if I'm giving. It's lining their pockets. I hate. No, it is. It really is. Because I Whatever. honestly, if I won 31, 32 million and then only came out with 13, I'd be like, all right, show me. I want an itemized receipt mm -hmm. of where the fuck that's so going. When you go to the ER, you're like, give me a fucking itemized receipt. Itemized receipt, receipt because, baby. Like, you're not charging me $1,000 for a Band-Aid, you psychos. That's my favorite word, itemized receipt. <laughs> Corrupt politicians. <laughs> <laughs> Shitty justice <Our> system. <laughs> what i read she just seemed like she was doing the damn thing like she was out there grinding she didn't drink or do drugs and one friend even said that she wouldn't have known what but hey dorothy it's white <laughs> just say so you no know. it's white know. and uh powdery that's about me they said she was as dull as a phone book this tangent's too long you need to cut it <laughs> keep that though. while she worked her father took care of her son her work was fairly close to her parents hence her dad owned the place so it was pretty close um and it allowed her to easily drop her son off before and after work. So her father said she dated occasionally, but at the time of her disappearance, she didn't have any steady boyfriends. Dorothy's father's child was not in the picture. He had moved off to Missouri, which was about 2,000 miles away from where Dorothy lived at the time. So he's not a bad guy. It just seemed like. He didn't want to take care of his kid. Yeah. Missouri. <laughs> it's besides He's not a bad guy. He was just a dead. He dad. just didn't do shit for his kid. <laughs> oh my god. god. Dead roses. Thank you. Like you're whistling at me is amazing. I, and like I need I need to stop everything I'm doing and like go over Fuck to you and car. literally just give you my number and just you know do anything you want. Absolutely. Like, like what I'm do they not, fucking like, want from us. No, they know that they're making us uncomfortable. Exactly. They don't give a fuck. It's the power aspect. That's what it is. Yeah. And it's like, and then like those men that if you ignore it. Oh, then it just makes them. fucking pissed. Dude, one time. What do you want? I'm going to keep this short. But one time I was um, walking on my college campus and I literally thought this guy was like going to get out of his car and kill me because he cat called me. And of course I just kept walking because I was like. Because what are you supposed to do? In yeah. Kentucky, that was like a normal thing. Like I got cat called every day on my walk to my classes. But this guy like got progressively louder 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 and then was screaming what was he saying i don't remember but either way i knew like someone there was a girl walking towards me and i just like her and i locked eyes and we were like oh my fucking god he's gonna kill us or at least me like <laughs> the other girls i was like bye and she was like i ain't helping you <laughs> dude that's so fucked up i know so she we should start catcalling men oh that would be funny <laughs> we should, should we someone write in what we should say to them <laughs> Mom, write something in. Mom, Gmail is. <laughs> so she took up karate classes a week before she disappeared after the calls became more serious. I'm like, oh, that's so sad. Oh, just a week before. So she debated getting a gun, but ultimately decided not to because she didn't want a gun in the same house as her three-year-old son. Yeah, which I'm like, like what are you 
That's I mean, so selfless. Well, it makes sense. Like, you don't ever want to be yeah. putting your son in danger. On May 28th, 1980, she went to work like usual. She dropped her son off at her parents' house. And there was a team meeting at work at 9 p.m. Um, and she noticed during this meeting that one of her coworkers, Conrad, was beginning to look sick. And when I first read that, I was like, how do you... I don't... Like, is he throwing up? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hands? Unless if someone's throwing up, like, how would you know? But yeah. then I... I did some digging because I'm really dedicated to this. But in one article, it said that he was uh, restless. Like, he wouldn't stop moving. And so just he was on cocaine. <laughs> he was on drugs. <laughs> she wouldn't know, though. He was doing that or all. She didn't know what it was. <laughs> the way I'm saying this. Sounds like I've never heard of drugs. She was on the Adderall. <laughs> she took the Molly. <laughs> Popped a Molly, I'm sweating. Um, <laughs> but it turns out he had had a black widow spider bite and there was a red Whoa. swelling on his arm. What are the chances? I know, right? And so Dorothy and her other coworker Pam took him to the hospital and they used Dorothy's car to take him. I don't know why the name Pam just like made me Pam. spit out my wine. Pam. Pam. <laughs> Pam. <laughs> like I... Bam! I it's had Pam! To, I had to try really hard not to choke on my wine when you said Pam, and I don't know why. <laughs> it's just a funny name. It is. <laughs> so, on the way to the hospital, Dorothy stopped at her mother's house to tell her that she would be late because of all this. So, while at home, this is key, key, key part here, just remember this. While at home, she decided to change her scarf from a black scarf to a red one, or vice versa. <laughs> I'm Listen not sure. to this. It's a key part, but like it could go either way. You're right. I should have I actually double checked that. that but the colors don't matter either way. She changed either from black to red or red to black. Um, now this this I will say I dug for. Okay, a lot of people didn't know why she did this, but your girl did some digging. Okay, and what happened? Her mother told her that she looked better in the other one. <laughs> it was like back in the day where her mother was, where the moms were like, you don't look feminine enough in your black scarf. You should put some red on. My mom would be like, you don't need to show cleavage every time you leave the house. <laughs> She'd it's be like, okay to wear a turtleneck sometimes. Cleavage to me is an accessory. Right? It is. Yeah. And I would sometimes have cleavage going down to the belly button. <laughs> AKA basically no shirt. It's 10 p.m. Pam told inv investigators Pam. that- Pam told investigators that her and Dorothy were together the whole time at the hospital and co while Conrad was being seen by the doctor. And once they checked out at 11 p.m., Pam and Conrad went into the hospital pharmacy um, to pick up a prescription that he had been prescribed while Dorothy went to the bathroom. Now, later, the man who, who kidnapped Dorothy claims that Dorothy talked to him on the phone while at the hospital. But Pam says that there's no way that this was true because when Dorothy, the only time that she was apart from Dorothy is when Dorothy went to the bathroom. Dorothy came back and told Pam and Conrad that she was going to go get the car and pull it up since Conrad wasn't feeling well. Because he got bit by a fucking spider. Hey, those are big spiders. Wait, Wait spiders will come out of nowhere. That's what I'm saying. Like, how did you those not? In Unless you were sleeping. Oh my God, you eat Ugh. like seven a year. Ugh. Stop. So Pam and Conrad waited and waited. <laughs> Sorry. Shut up, Macy! I'm sorry, I saw this tweet that was like, I'm gonna eat, I'm gonna eat seven spiders right now just to get them out of the way for the year. <laughs> I was like, oh, I cried. So Pam and Conrad waited and waited for about 20 minutes and finally got impatient, so they walked towards the carport to see what was going on. As they walked up, they saw Dorothy's 1973 white Toyota station wagon speeding towards them. And obviously they were a little confused by this. Um, the car sped right past them and turned out of the garage. The headlights were so bright that neither Pam nor Conrad saw who was driving. 
Pam and Conrad initially thought their son had an emergency, but also it's like there aren't phones. How would she have... Now does she have a payphone in her car? Like, unless if this bitch has one of those old car phones. So, <laughs> but then the thing is, so they called Dorothy's parents after waiting for two hours to ask and see if everything was okay. They didn't call Dorothy? Thank you! Like, I, why wouldn't... Th- I... I don't know. So her parents told them that they hadn't seen Dorothy. And this is when Pam and Conrad decided something was finally wrong and they needed to get the police involved. I just don't. But at this point, they still had not called Dorothy herself or tried. No. That's very weird. And that's the thing. I'm like, if you think Dorothy somehow figured out her son was in danger and needed her urgent care, you'd probably think she might have a phone. So you might want to call that phone. I Yeah. At 4.30 in the morning, that same, I guess it technically be the next morning, but you know what I'm talking about, less than 24 hours. 10 miles away from the hospital, Dorothy's car was found down in an alley and set on fire in Santa Ana, California. This is, dude, your case last week. Um, all calls claim that Dorothy, he had killed her or that she was still alive and holding her captive. They couldn't trace the calls because they weren't long enough, and he would only ever say a sentence and hang up. I didn't even know they could trace calls back then. I, you know, they were ahead of their time. <laughs> they definitely couldn't trace DNA, I'll tell you that. The calls went on for four years after her disappearance almost every- Four fucking years? Every day. Almost every day. Oh my god. Because he called every Wednesday at 4 p.m., but he would also call, like, other times, too. No, but that's horrible. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you would want to move away just to get away from it, but you're also, like, trying to figure out where she is still. Yeah, these poor parents, like, not only have to deal with her being gone, but then this person... Psychopath. I mean, it's like, now, it's crazy to think about, because nowadays, nothing like that could ever happen. Like, that just wouldn't happen with the the technology trace. Something, yeah. Even even if the call was only a couple seconds, they'd figure it out. We have the technology for that. We could figure it out. Yeah. So it's just crazy to be like thinking. Well, they're so arrogant this. back then because they knew that no yeah. one could do anything about it. Exactly. They yeah. they they were wilding out about the way that they killed these people and shit because they knew that DNA wasn't a thing, like the mm-hmm. technology wasn't there, like there just really wasn't any way for police to find them unless if like the person had a direct connection to them yeah. and that people could point to someone. So for the first time, her father was home and answered the phone, and the man immediately hung up and didn't call for another four months. So he only wanted to talk to the mother, basically. That is that your theory? Because I had a different one, and this is well, people just, have multiple theories as to why. It just sounds like was that the first time he had answered? Yeah, that was the first time the dad. It had sounds answered. like he was fucking pissed that a dude answered or something. See, that's interesting. Or he so, wanted to taunt the mom or whatever. That's what. So there's basically two theories, and that's one of them. The other one is the one that my mind went to: is the dad knew him. Ooh. So. A lot of people think oh, like the dad they want the dad to hear his voice. Yeah, yeah, because they thought the dad would oh, yeah. like recognize him. Oh, that's cool. And when you well, find out, you, you said that like Dorothy had heard the voice before. Mm-hmm. So ooh, yeah, no. yeah, we'll get into it. But when you kind of find out, um, I, I agree the theory that. on maybe who the person was, um, right. it makes sense as to why the dad might have known him. Um, so almost three months after the last call on August sixteenth. 16- August 6, 1984, at 7.15 a.m., a construction worker came across some bones 10 meters away off the Santa Ana Canyon Road in Anaheim. So as his team began digging that day, the co-worker actually said to his teammates jokingly, watch out for dead bodies. And minutes later, he stumbled oh. upon her remains. Dude, that's some shit we would say, too. Huh? I know. Every time we're going out, like, oh, don't find a dead body. <laughs> don't stumble in the back alley. And then if you say it enough, bro, it's going to happen. It's going <laughs> to fucking happen. 
damn, that poor guy's like, I swear I didn't know. <laughs> I know, because that, that, right? Because oh. I was surprised they didn't look into him. Yeah, well, he was color. probably like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Like, like goddamn, they're going to look at me. Well, it's like how every day I'm like, Keenan, I'm going to fucking kill you. And, and then, then if Keenan ever shows up dead, I'm going to be like, damn, I'm the first suspect. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> because, okay, I was listening to this case one time, and, like, they were talking about how this the person who died, they got a text from someone that they knew being like, are you alive? And I'm like, I said, we said yes! that to each other all of the oh. time. If I don't respond fast enough, I'm going to be like, are you dead? Exactly. And then it just looks <laughs> to bad. To anybody. Like, that's exa- I do that all the time and I swear to God, one of these days, someone's actually going to be dead. <laughs> There's going to be so much evidence against me. And I'm going to be sitting in jail and they'll be like, ma'am, we saw your Google search history. And then I'm going to fail a polygraph because I'm such a nervous bitch. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm they're gonna West Memphis three our asses. Oh damn! Okay. We be fucked. So <laughs> they found a pelvis, an arm, two thigh bones, and a skull. Um, so this is one of the interesting pieces that I kind of made me choose this case. So there were dog remains, um, and human remains, uh, and they assumed that they had been there for two years because some of the remains had been charred and there was a, a brush fire in the area two years earlier um, so that they think that they, the remains were at least there for two years. Two years. But no one knows why the dog bones were placed there with the human bones since Dorothy did not have a dog. But, but they had been getting calls for like four years, right? Like it's right. been four years since she's been gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they think, okay. Yeah, it's interesting. interesting. And this one's they believe it might be connected to another case, which I'll go over. Um, and that girl actually disappeared two years ago. Wait, so this isn't Dorothy? No, this is Dorothy. Oh. I, I didn't say that yet, but yeah, it is Dorothy. Oh, they I'm confirm sorry. it's Dorothy. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry, Dorothy. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry for like... <laughs> sorry for your loss. Taking the lead. No, but like I... No, okay. it's fine. You have so, questions they, and I'm going to answer them. They just don't have it like confirmed on how long she's been there. Right. But that's why they think it's two years because of the brush fire. And it's so interesting. Yeah. Like, but this is she... kind of what they had to go off back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But like I said, there is a case that they think this might be connected to. And that one happened two years ago. So it would have happened around the time that the remains maybe were placed there. And like I said, they don't know. Like they could have been placed there four years ago, but they say it's at not least. exact science in the 70s. Yeah. yeah. They say at least two years because of the charred remains. They just don't know sooner. Yeah. Gotcha. They, yeah. They can't tell anything more though. Um, so. Some people have theories as to why the dog remains were there, and I, I think this one is the most credible. So a Reddit set, a Reddit thread. I went on Reddit for a couple of these things because I was you like, I was like, what's going on here? Um, what does Reddit think? Dude, Reddit's good for this shit though. Yeah. Uh, so Reddit that thread seemed to claim that this was a, a ploy to trick police dogs, um, causing that police would see the charter like okay so police dog hits because they smell decay or whatever it's a false positive so they'll dig until they find the animal remains leaving the murder victim untouched yeah Yeah. i mean because they'll be lower in the ground yeah and that's i i honestly think that's probably what it was um yeah but i i don't know who knows because like they'll just like oh it's just an animal yeah let's keep yeah let's keep going so So, we then keep going i wonder Huh? I wonder what made them keep thinking. Well, okay, so I read something that said her remains had actually been eroded, ero- like erosion. Her remains gotcha. got to the surface. Yeah. So when the construction workers, they kind of found them at the same yeah, time. they found yeah. them at the same time because they had been brought up to the oh, surface. Gotcha. Oh yeah, because the construction mm-hmm. workers. Yeah. Them. Yeah. So that was kind of due to erosion, but they think that when they were originally placed there, that, that was her- the original plan. Yes. Yeah. Um. So they also found Dorothy's watch and a tur- turquoise ring, which were also found with the remains. And her mom confirmed that the turquoise turquoise ring was hers um now the watch was stopped at exactly 12 30 
p or i guess it would be am on may 29th of 1980 that's so creepy and she remember it was 11 11 30 when they left do you think he like stopped it I don't what know. It, it's not like your watch would stop when you die. No, I think he definitely did that. Yeah, he would have to have done that. It's not mm-hmm. like it's like a fucking Apple watch. No, exactly. It's one of those watches that I'm sure had like the date and then like... That is so like ominous. That is... That fucker. Which, I mean, if you think about it, he gets off on that power trip. That's why he calls them. Like he but loves... what's weird is like he just like was hoping no one was ever going to find this. So it's like, what was the point of doing that? I don't know. It's like you're basically giving people the time of death, right? It's his sick little mind game. I mean, which is good for the police. But like, it's kind of like the same thing. Like why do serial killers like, take mementos knowing that yeah. those are eventually going to tie them to the case if they ever get caught? Do like they, they just do it because they had to. their brain. Like something in their brain is like, no, you have to take that or else. And it's... yeah, like since he was like, this person was obviously taunting the parents for so long. It's just another way to mm-hmm. taunt them. Another way to get, get like, at it. She's been gone all mm-hmm. this time. Yeah. Little sick fuck. I hate him. So, no cause of death was ever determined, because remember, they only have partial oh, remains. Yeah, what are you going to do with that? Exactly. That fucking sucks. And they also had to confirm these uh, remains by dental records. Two days after the remains were confirmed, her mom, the caller called again and said, is Dorothy there? Let's get into the investigation. Dorothy's ex-partner and father of her child, Dennis Terry, was quickly ruled out as he was in Missouri the day that she disappeared. As he moved 2,000 miles away to not be a father anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I really don't care about her. <laughs> Later. So he actually, and they actually confirmed this. He had made a, um, a call to Jacob, who was her father, the night that Dorothy disappeared. And Jacob actually called him back later that night on his home phone. So he called the guy's home phone and he answered. So he confirmed that he was nowhere near Dorothy at the time. Yes, that is kind of the only way he really confirmed things exactly. in the 70s. So they questioned everyone at both of the shops that Dorothy worked at. And they questioned them again. So they questioned them twice. And the consensus seemed to be that Dorothy worked out of the public view. Like I said, she saw the customers, but not like she wasn't at the front desk being like, hi, can, how can I help you? She was doing admin work in the back, but would come up to the front every once in a while. And it's unlikely the harasser slash kidnapper, kidnapper would have been a customer. So police also looked at sex offenders in the local area. They interviewed her social circle for any potential enemies or even questionable characters. Um, and they came up empty handed. So Dorothy's parents even talked to a couple of psychics and the police even went to a psychic at one point. So beginning to lose hope and believing that she may have been dead, Dorothy's parents offered to pay $2,500 to anyone with information as to her where her whereabouts were or if they knew her where her body was. That's so sad. So Vera and Jacob were instructed not to go to the media about the case as they didn't want it to harm the investigation. However, after a week of searching and no progress being made, Dorothy's parents decided that it was time to take the case to the media for help. So they went to the Orange County Registrar, Register, Registrar, I think it's Register, and they printed a story about Dorothy and her disappearance. And after the disappearance broke out on the media, the Orange County Register's editor, Pat Riley, received a call. And they believe that it was from the same man that abducted Dorothy because he knew details that hadn't been released by the media yet. Remember how I mentioned that scarf? Yeah, what a piece of shit. He knew that Dorothy had been wearing a red scarf when she went to the hospital with her coworker to treat that spider bite. So she, he knew the color of her scarf that she had changed into. Gotcha. I think it was red. I think it was black to red. So it was someone who would have had to have seen like her from the time that she changed it to the time she yes. went to the hospital. Because they said 
she was wearing that scarf. She changed yeah. into this color. He knew that color that she had changed into. Don't worry. I highlighted that part in my brain. The caller told the editor that Dorothy, he had killed Dorothy because he loved her and he had caught her cheating with another man. So he killed her. What? How is um, it cheating if you're not fucking dating, bro? Some people think that they, that he saw her, like he was following her that day and saw her with Conrad and thought that Conrad might have been her boyfriend. So it was just like a stalker who was upset that she was with yeah. literally walking with another yeah woman. it's like when people like yeah. when crazy people follow celebrities and they think they're like they're married to them and they're yeah. like oh my god you're cheating on me with your real in life boyfriend i'm gonna murder you now if so, i can't have you now i can <laughs> <laughs> dorothy's parents were certain that she was not seeing one anyone at the time so that's why they think Stalker. it was conrad yeah um so months turned into years with no more leads and the case went cold However, there is a name that seemed to pop up a lot, but he was never confirmed as a suspect. They also really didn't even have suspects in this. Like, so they looked into this guy, but they never made him a suspect. His name was Mike Butler. And his sister worked at the swinger shop. And apparently she's a local celebrity and she still does concerts. She's a singer. I don't know who it was. I didn't. What kind of music? If you look her up, you can find her. I didn't look her up. I don't think she wants to be tied to it. Well, yeah. Yeah, so. It, so why are they looking into him? So he lived in the nearby mountains, and it was rumored. <laughs> he was a mountain man? <laughs> he was a mountain man. Well, red flag. <laughs> That's a no-go. He did it. <laughs> he did it. <laughs> so um, he was an unstable individual and was perhaps involved with cult activities. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Mike. <laughs> Dorothy's son believes that Mike was indeed Dorothy's stalker and killer. Um, and in many Reddit threads, people say that he worked closely enough with Dorothy that he would have known her routine and dropped by swingers from time to time that she would recognize his voice but not be able to pin, pin, pinpoint him as someone specific. He probably just has, like, a super basic face. Yep. He's just a regular dude. He's just a white dude. He's just a regular <laughs> white man. <laughs> you just know he's, like, 5'8 and balding. <laughs> and Dorothy's like, oh, that's just fucking weird Mike. <laughs> fucking short weird mike he just like wobbles in the store and he's like hi dorothy (laughs) hi dorothy (laughs) some cold shit so he died in 2014 and obviously the police had limited leads in this investigation fucking annoying he died why how did he die sorry that just really made me mad i don't (laughs) know one suspect that's not even a suspect (laughs) is there one just like the man just he probably died from doing cold shit that's true. I don't know. He, he sacrificed himself for the cult. Gets run over by a car. A semi. A McLaren. <laughs> so that was really all on my innocent, guys. <laughs> I know. I'm like, actually, he could be innocent. <laughs> he probably is. Um, so that's really all on Mike. Um, nothing crazy. He just was a little bit of a weirdo. A- so they had limited leads in the investigation, but there were a couple cases that came up that they did think might be tied to Dorothy. In July of 1982, only two years after Dorothy had vanished, pa- vanished Patricia Schneider, Patricia Schneider, tongue twister, um, also went missing. She had made a call saying that her car had broken down, and then she vanished into thin air. Her car was found only a couple hours later, on fire and in a field. Sounds like Dorothy's car. Yep, there's connection. There you go. I don't call me a detective, but I I find that <laughs> I to see. be a connection. Suspicious suspicious so patricia was not at the scene and she was instantly suspected of being kidnapped 
The biggest difference between the two is that Schneider never received any threatening phone calls that we, that we know, know of. of. Maybe there's you a took lot the words right well, off I'm just my saying, There's a lot of people. Yeah. I mean that you hear of that like they keep all that shit to themselves. Mm-hmm. Like if they're getting stalked, if they're getting threatening messages, yeah. they just don't tell anyone. Especially back then, there if mm-hmm. they were calling landlines, it's True. like. Not like there's, like, a paper trail. They're not getting, like, emails or text messages. Well, I think, too, like, part of it is you don't want to come to to terms with the fact that's happening. Like, you're like, well, if I just ignore it, it'll go away. You're like, it's not a big deal if I don't make it a big deal. Exactly. Like, if I just keep ignoring it, it'll stop. So maybe she was. Yeah. You never know. And her disappearance was also never solved. God. uh, This Mm -hmm. shit is, like, so unsatisfying. (laughs) And then there was another case that was eerily similar to Dorothy's. This one's a little bit more similar. It's just really far away from where Dorothy was. So a 17-year-old girl named Amy Billing, Billig, sorry, it's Billig, in 1974, who was last seen hitchhiking in her hometown of Coconut Grove, Florida. Coconut Grove. I know, that's a cute name. I want to live there. Cute. I bet they have Can lots of coconuts. Only if we... <laughs> they just don't have a single coconut. <laughs> There's literally no coconut. There's not even a tree or a grove. They're like, yeah, we banned them 10 years ago. <laughs> People kept fucking coming here for the coconut. They kept throwing them at each other. <laughs> No more coconuts. Dude, do we have, like, the humor of five-year-olds? I, I think so. <laughs> so, she was never located and remains a missing person to this day. Almost immediately after her disappearance, her mother began receiving menacing phone calls from a man who claimed to be Hal Hall, whatever. I'm gonna go with Hal. I'm gonna go Hal. He, he told her mother that she he had sold her as a sex slave to a biker gang. So, why the fuck would you call and tell someone that? Also, why would you tell them your name? <laughs> That's my name's Hal. Hey, what's up? It's Hal. I sold your kid to a child. Like, what? Keep that shit to yourself, You bro. need a hobby. Like, get a fucking hobby. Join a cult. Join- <laughs> <laughs> Stop calling people's mothers and join a fucking cult. cult. Do something better with your life. God damn it. So she and her husband, this is actually sad. Her, so the mom and her husband basically went bankrupt in guess, investigating these claims oh. that Hal had made and eventually had to sell their house to move into a smaller house to keep up with their financials. I hate you, Hal. I fucking Hal. And I did read somewhere. I didn't write this down because I, it kind of got to a point where it didn't connect anymore. But I did read that eventually they were able to track the calls from Hal and it wasn't Hal, it was someone else, and he, but he never spoke about anything. He never gave them any answers. It was just some fuck. Like and he was like 50 something. I'm like, sorry, fuck. If you're doing some shit like that, I think you should at least have to sit like a yeah. week in jail. Absolutely. Jail. And it's like, it's like <laughs> now how people on it's the internet. fucking time. Yeah. Well, it's also like, yes, like anything on the internet or like something like that where you kind of make these things happen, yeah, you should be punished for it. What is that called? Like obstructing justice? It is. Or like. Uh, uh, Obstructing the peace? (laughs) That can't be right. No. That's a thing. That's a thing, but that's not what we're But that's not the thing. I think that's like when you're like out at a concert and you're like. And you're pissing in the courtyard. That's drunk and disorderly. Wait. (laughs) We're going off on a tangent. He's He's a fucking idiot. On August 22nd, 1984, a memorial service was held to celebrate the life of Dorothy. And during her memorial service, Dorothy's brother, Jim Scott, gave an emotional speech highlighting the memories of his kind-hearted, selfless sister. He gestured towards a blank of, bank of flowers and said, Dorothy lives, maybe not in that body, but she lives. The case is still cold, and the killer and or the person who placed the phone calls has never been found. I and don't like that. 
it was hard to even try and find like what the investigation entailed because they really had nothing i mean if you think about it like when i yeah when i finally found out everything they did i'm like they kind of went over the top actually for what they could do they may have actually done their best yeah they actually tried their best with what they had so i'm not gonna give them shit um no and this is really get ready to cry so both jacob and vera has vera have since passed away never knowing what happened happened to dorothy and vera died in 2002 but jacob passed away one week shy of his 70 70th birthday and i heard it was actually on dorothy's birthday but i can't confirm that and most suspect that it was from a broken heart dude i've heard it. that's a thing for sure that is so sad r.i.p jacob r.i.p vera r.i.p dorothy fuck you unknown caller right into us tell us how much we suck i would like over no mail i would prefer hate mail so yeah talking about, okay we need to um like what, what is this recant I, what we said well i just think we need to formally address that like me and meg work in fucking marketing so <laughs> if we say something like medically or like that has to do with the justice system or anything that doesn't make sense it's because we don't because we're not experts okay we're two bitches quite literally doesn't make sense we, quite, we are two girls just sitting on a fucking couch drinking wine and talking about murder mm-hmm. so guess what? we fact checked it after the episode turns out it was wrong turns out it's called sepsis and oh, <laughs> fucking hey i've heard of that yeah yeah that's what surgeon said and i was like for sure that's definitely a thing is sepsis but all i can think of is a porta potty when i hear that <laughs> like i'm sorry a sepsis immediately so i'm like so you turn into a porta potty <laughs> so that's what happened like, I don't mary know. turned into a porta potty and if you're confused this is from last week's case yes but anyways it's not important basically all i'm trying to get across is that we're doing our fucking best <laughs> we hope you follow us on tiktok at jane Doe's podcast and our Instagram is janedoes.podcast. And then our Gmail is janedoespodcast. At so gmail.com. S- yeah, send us some hate mail. Mean. Preferably mean because I love a good clap back, baby. Yeah. We clap back around here. Macy, will, you will go to therapy. Like, <laughs> this bitch will make you need a therapy session. So Because I have not gone to therapy True. and I need to. And I'm going to take it all out on you. <laughs> so if we send something nice, we will be nice back. I honestly am not even that mean, I no. promise. But like, well, no, as I'm, I will type something super mean back through tears. <laughs> Nonetheless, I will be mean back though. Right, so. Anywho, we hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you next week.